You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Door. No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Friends Next Door. I'm Dan. I'm Mia. I'm Thomas. Mailbag time. Woo, woo, woo. Hmm. Who doesn't like to get mail, especially from our Friends Next Door? town door <laughs> city what? state continent okay. i don't know wherever you're living wherever you're dwelling you always feel like you're next door because of electronic mail that should be a that should be a good ad for like when aol mail came out like in the 90s you got mail yeah you always feel like you're next door because you sent me an electronic correspondence <laughs> Wait, should we explain what AOL is? Uh, listen, if you don't know what AOL is, um, I mean, most people who are not 30 don't know what AOL True. is. True. Um, but yeah, What are you talking about? I don't know 20, what AOL is. If you're under 25, you probably don't know what AOL is. Yes. Huh? Yeah, or like you probably don't know what... You've got mail. Or Hotmail. You don't know what Hotmail is. What is, no, no, what is Hotmail? Hotmail is Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you don't know what like... Um, you don't know what li- a, you don't know what a modem sounds like. Yeah, you don't tone. know what um, live journaling is. You don't know what m- Skype m- is. MySpace is. Friendster. Zanga. Friendster. You, you know, like yeah, you just don't know. You don't know what a pager is. <laughs> I had a pager. Wait, really? Yeah, and then like your parents would send you a uh, bit before um, when it was only numbers. Before there was like the alphabet like messages mm-hmm. they have to send numbers yeah. for messages so yeah. it'd be like 911 oh i love it yeah six, and you'd be like oh i got to call my mom cuz she's like wondering where i am you know like <laughs> pager bro so like I've in high school never, everyone's like oh my pager's going off i've never sent a page before me too yeah never I, had I mean, it yeah you never had it right yeah no. i remember like that was the coolest thing before cell phones is like oh my god you got a new pager <laughs> like every kid in high school had a pager I'm talking about like 1995, 1996, guys. Middle school, pager. You know, no, I mean, me, we're the same age, so you know what I'm talking about. Thomas is only a few years younger. You have a pager? Yeah, but we also went to schools in different places. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't, okay. I was in Indonesia. We didn't really have, well, no, we didn't really Guys, we this mailbag is not about pagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We always just digress when we yeah. start. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when I was in middle school, some kids had cell phones already. Uh, yeah, because you're a little Cause younger. Because you're a youngin'. Yeah. 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 I didn't get my first cell phone until, yeah, high, late high school. Yeah, really? It was a Nokia. I didn't until high school. Yeah. I got a Nokia. It was oh, those awesome. are awesome. Yeah. Those are like, like brick. And when you those text, are like, really sturdy. Yeah. yeah. Those are lit, I gotta say. Pagers, Snake was Nokia's. my favorite game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. So this is an episode, a mailbag episode. So, guys, um, we're going to answer a few questions. Also, I find it hilarious that we just, like, we don't address this whole situation. Oh, yeah. If you're watching a video podcast, there is a cardboard cutout I know, like, of <laughs> Miam's uh, dream <laughs> bachelor dream person yeah we don't know he's a bachelor from bts he's definitely True. not he's definitely not i don't think he I mean, is yeah so okay yeah. so what wh- which, which one should we do first we have a few questions we have a few mailbag questions i'm gonna read you listeners <laughs> i'm going to read you okay oh, well i'm not gonna read everything but the gist um, so who's the gist this one of from? it this is from anna thank you anna for sending us an email so very nice because actually okay it takes real effort to mm-hmm. write an email oh 100 percent. yeah and then write down 100%. your questions that's so. why we're so excited and yeah we're, we're gonna dedicate a whole <laughs> whole episode to it um all right so anna said that um you know she's from the west coast Mm -hmm. and she would love recommendations on the must-see sites or experience uh she should prioritize while living in boston because that's you know she was recently accepted to a grad school program in boston massachusetts wonder which congratulations congrats is it BU, Harvard, Northeastern, <laughs> Emerson, MIT. Tufts. 
Holy crap, that's a lot of schools. There's that's only school. like that's only like two percent of all the school. I think there's something like eighty <laughs> colleges in in Massachusetts. What? Wow. Or in Boston alone, not just Whoa. Massachusetts. Wow. Way more than eighty. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Anna, you came to the right place to ask because we have our own Boston native here, <laughs> Cambridge native. For those that don't know the difference, Cambridge and you is, live on the West Coast for a little bit, I so you kind of know what she's about to experience. Yeah. the culture shock. If it's um. If it's grad school, okay. So if it's say Harvard, you're and you congratulations. I don't know if it's Harvard, but grad schools in Boston, chances are you're gonna go to like student housing, and th- and if you're going to Harvard or MIT, like those housing is awesome. Like they're really nice. Ah, so mm. you're recommending that she is. If she's so lives. she's gonna be all set like living wise. It's not like New York where. Rent is Hold through on. the roof. Yeah. Because that's the next question oh. is, oh. her school has no grad school housing. Oh my. So scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so it's not Harvard. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so wait, did she ask anything about that or no? She did, so, but then we'll, we're going to address that later. Okay. But I just wanted to mention. So lucky for her, uh, specifically, if y'all never visited Boston or Cambridge, it's a great city. I love it. Probably my yeah. favorite city. Definitely better than New York. All right. Name a know. couple things that she needs to do as soon as she arrives in Boston. So the thing about Boston is like there's no, there is no one thing that encapsulates Boston. Like, for example, in New York, people would say like, try a bagel, try a pizza, <laughs> go down. T-. There's like a lot more iconic things in new york that you would do mm. like visit you know statue of liberty mm. ground zero times square see yep. a broadway show like there's iconic things in new york city that we can all tell people right. there's no iconic thing in boston in mm. fact boston if historically the only historical thing you do is like do the freedom trail which mm. is the most boring <laughs> thing ever right what is the freedom it's, trail it's basically it's like has to do with the American Revolution. Uh, we, we walked through it. We were, dude, you guys yeah. went there. Yeah, we were, yeah, you, Felicia, we and Mia. It's we really boring. Where? Which one? It's near it's the a, water. Yeah, it's near Faneuil oh, Hall. There's no, like, and there's no destination. So one of the things is, of course, what Boston known for, it's a call. it's like, through and through, it's a college town. Yeah. And it's the most beautiful college town in the United States in that within a square, like, three miles, again, there's like, 50 institutions right so it's the best place i think to go to college because mm. you're going to have this incredible experience of going to school but at the same time you feel like you're going to school with a million other people true all, you have all these yeah. people who are going through okay, similar there, there's things. no other environment like for example if you go to say like usc or you're on campus in USC, there's nothing around you, right? Mm. UCLA is is a drive away, but you're not mingling with UCLA students. Yeah, I see what you mean. I feel like going, like, to college on the West Coast, it's just a very different experience. First of all, the campuses are a lot prettier here i think they're just it just feels like they're they're a lot more historic yeah, and charming yeah because yeah. one of the things about um east coast schools is that the style of architecture is like georgian and colonial mm-hmm. um for example like you go to virginia like some of the like school buildings were designed by thomas jefferson mm. so that style resonated in harvard harvard mm. is one of the oldest if not the oldest institution right mm. what um Stanford, I mean, not Stanford, uh, like Yale, Princeton. I mean, all these schools have like hundreds of years of history. Yeah. So there's a beauty to it, yeah. to the campus. Mm. Yep. Um, and in Boston, especially on campus, you're literally next door to a whole nother school. Yeah. You're, so that experience alone is incredible. True. To, be, to go to a bar or a restaurant and to meet people who are going to a different school mm. Like you will meet the, here's the one thing, right? In New York, you actually don't meet anybody. Yeah. I could tell you this right now. You meet people in your school and you go out and with your little group Yeah. and you do meet like other people that, but it's like, they're not, they're just other people. They're not from other schools usually, but in Boston and everywhere you go, your conversations like, Oh, where do you go? Oh, I go to BU. I go to Northeastern. Mm-hmm. I go to Tufts. I go to, oh, what do you study? But, and, and that's so interesting. Cause like you're meeting so many different people. True. Right. 
But never um, thought of that. Yeah, yeah. like like uh, for schools on the West Coast, like for California at least, mm-hmm. like I went to San Jose State, and I was like, there was no way we're gonna interact with like UC Santa Cruz yeah. or like Ever. Berkeley. Yeah. Unless you have friends there, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're like a mathlete or something, yeah. maybe, right? Or or you if you join a sorority or a fraternity. Right. Which is actually why like sorority and fraternity culture is so much bigger in other places like the South, Midwest, True. and the West Coast, because that's the only way to interact. Mm. Like sorority fraternity culture is not a thing in boston oh yes i've been to frat parties yeah at mit and i could tell you that like it is not a big deal to be in a frat Hmm. in fact no one cares whereas in other places it could like really make or break your your college experience Mm. yeah because the college experience in i'm talking about undergrad right when you when you're a grad student in cambridge and boston you're just an adult going to school what you're doing okay so i actually have uh actually have first experience. so (laughs) now we're talking you when you go when you're a grad student and you don't have housing i think one of the best things to do is so you rent a room and in New York, this doesn't happen. Because if you rent a room, that sounds shady. <laughs> like, who are you renting the room from? And all these That's landlord... That's part of our second question. So all we can, these can landlord laws in New York makes it impossible for you to sublet your apartment. Mm-hmm. Not the case in Boston, mm. Cambridge. So when I was growing up, one of my best friends, Christian, his mom... So I went to high school right behind... In, like, in the neighborhood of Harvard, right? My high school is directly behind Harvard. So... One of my best friends from back home, his mom owned a really nice three-story townhouse. Um, And so she always had rooms to rent. For students. For students. And even my family. So Mm. we had a three-bedroom apartment. Mm. And I took a bedroom, my parents, and we would always rent one room to grad students. So we always had... uh, So my my house was near MIT. It was a two-minute walk to MIT campus. So we always had an MIT student living wow. and they're all grad students wow. and that's a prevalent thing so how do you find it i don't know because i don't know this is like 25 years later i don't know if there's like a probably craigslist or like facebook group like i don't know how you find but there's plenty of housing provided by people who are empty nesters mm. meaning like their kids got you know went to school and they're at home with plenty of rooms to rent and those are some of the cheapest like best accommodations you can find and it's perfect because mm. it's transient. Mm. So I remember my best friend, like I, I would go visit his house. There'd just be like the grad student of the month there. And they were so nice. They're usually from another country in this case. Um, so that's a good way to you know, find temp- housing. And then you, you get situated. So later you're like, okay, I'm gonna get my own apartment. Mm. Or usually if you're a grad student, you're not making money. Mm. Um, in fact, you might need a job. Mm. Um, but this is a great way to experience, you know, Boston and Cambridge. Charm. And charm. Boston yeah. charm. I would definitely find a place in Cambridge. It's the most expensive city in Boston. But you're in the middle of everything unless your school is in Boston. And we call greater Boston, which is all the little towns around Boston. Yeah. And then just go to like cool, you know, little cities like little towns like Alston, Brighton. Um, don't go too far. <laughs> But now, like Boston's so livable. So, anyways, is that does that answer your question? So, what was our actual question? What like, are things to see, or or oh also to experience yeah. while so, she oh, is right. in Boston? The only thing I remember from Boston trip, yeah, was Daily Catch. Yes, yeah, that's my favorite restaurant. There. Yeah, yeah, that's the best that high, Italian restaurant. Oh, restaurant. Damn. Their family owns that. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's awesome. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. Seafood, yeah. seafood, yes. it's, it's yes. seafood pasta, basically. And it's yeah. in the North End. Highly oh recommend God. it. Oh my yeah. God, so good. Always I mean, yeah. go, always go before they open, so you make the first wave. Correct. Yeah. Also, I mean, what's the other one that we? Giacomo. Giacomo. No. I went there. Yeah, North End's great. So, like, if you, I would say definitely, like, I, I'm a little biased, so I grew up going to Harvard Square every day, uh-huh. and that was like my happy place. So Harvard Square is nice because you, you see, like, there's, it's a square. There's nothing like it in. New York City you know it's like a little center of the town Mm -hmm. and there's all these businesses and a lot of history and culture Um, but like down like Boston you go to where you guys went like Faneuil Hall you know these cool (laughs) but it's like whatever they're just like cool places there's again like I don't think there's one place you go I think Mm -hmm. these are great restaurants that you could try yeah like North End has great restaurants Mm -hmm. has all the Italian restaurants you know um, get some so seafood. many Italian restaurants. The other yeah. restaurant that we went to, I, I remember. I don't remember the name, but I remember the experience because we had yeah. to wait 
before they open or something like that and we were probably the second group oh. of people what was that neptunes neptune yep, yes, yes 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 yeah yes. that's a great neighborhood so the thing about boston is like you have to live there for like a year six months to a year to get it mm. you don't just go and like w- once you've lived there for a while you appreciate how clean how beautiful the city is mm. how accessible everything is how quaint it's like one of those cities that it's so quaint but it's a city mm-hmm. right and and it's unlike i've been to so many cities in the united states it's just unlike any city because mm. it's that perfect combination of charm and quaintness but also with like a lot of culture because mm. if you go to another city it's too quaint right or it's too metropolitan mm-hmm. but this yeah. is like this is less metropolitan in chicago right less sprawled out and also everything's close like Mm. it's less sprawled out than dc right but it's got a lot of charm Mm -hmm. and it's so like there's so much character yeah you know there's so much rich history so if you if you don't like any of that stuff okay (laughs) well sorry i mean i think coming from the west coast the vibe is just gonna be so different i can't really explain it but like the charm of east coast yeah. It's just so different. So I think like getting to experience that is a good thing. Also living here on the East Coast, like the states are really small. So she mm-hmm. can also go to like other cities yeah. around Boston, come to New York, come to Philly, exactly. whatever, like Connecticut. Yeah. There's just so many places yeah. that yeah, she can the, go. The density and the size of the states really got me for a while. It's yeah. like, because in California, you can drive like four hours in any direction. Six hours and you're still in California. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and like you drive an hour, you cross three state lines already and it's right. on the East Coast. It's yeah. so it's it's really weird yeah but and like, each what place are, is really different yeah too. what are other yeah exactly yeah uh, what yeah. are other um what are other like cultural things that anna should watch out for it's like a, coming from the west coast a lot of it's like coast. it's Red like Sox very fans. local yeah like first of all there's there's what we call mass holes it's it's an asshole from massachusetts <laughs> so like a lot of it is like so ye really likes Boston. i'm a boston boy so w- how we are is like we're in your fa- like we're no nonsense direct in your face ah very overly oh that's that's actually yeah, a good point we're overly yeah. confident yeah we all kind of have like over like uh, irrational confidence which also makes this extremely fun good thing you know like we're all really fun like a lot of the guys or gals like we're all about having a good time so like culturally you'll meet and also like. That's a, that's like a Bostonian, but then you have like super smart people from everywhere else. Not mm. that Bostonians aren't smart, but like you have like <laughs> this mix. It's a melting pot. Like we call mm. Boston a melting pot. You know, nowadays mm. it's definitely more Asian, like Chinese, Indian, because so schools. many of them go to Good MIT schools. and Harvard. Mm. Um, but when I was growing up, it was truly a melting pot. You know, um, so culturally, like obviously, there's there's culture there like New York, you know, this, there's the symphony, there's plays. It's a good play town. I was a theater major. There's, there's a lot more activity if you like theater. Mm. Um, <laughs> food's pretty good, you know, just like any other town, you got your really popular spots. Yeah. So I think it's just really experiencing like the lifestyle. Yeah. I've never heard anyone, the only people that don't like Boston are New Yorkers. Because to them, it's just a boring city. Because hmm. it shuts... There's still all these weird... Like pure, like another cultural thing. It's still a Puritan... It's There's a lot of Puritan laws left over from oh. the 1500s. That's so interesting. Yeah. Like, you, like, no, you can't serve alcohol on Sundays. So a lot of people cross state lines to buy alcohol. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But businesses are still open yeah. on Sundays. Yeah, but not alcohol. Okay. You can't sell alcohol on Sundays. Wait, so that means... You can't buy beer never, on Sundays. They would never have St. Patrick's Day on a Sunday. Nope, St. Patrick's Day is always on a, on a, on a Monday, I think. And actually, it's, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a few holidays. That, but yeah, everyone's, everyone is... Also, like half of the town is wasted all the time. Because <laughs> drinking is a big cult- cultural thing there. So if you, if you don't like to drink, you might miss out a little bit. Because mm. going to a local bar is mm. a thing. Mm. like finding your bar mm. like cheers takes place in boston and it's about a local bar that's that's for real mm. like i have friends now who go to one bar the same bar the same bar every day yeah. after work being making friends with your bar it's a very small town in a larger city kind mm-hmm. of feel mm-hmm. uh, yeah and and you appreciate those little things you know that's very interesting yeah so you really have to live there i think most people will love it yeah. I think she I think Anna Anna or Anna. Anna. Anna will love it. 
I, I bring up St. Patrick's Day mm. because like I've been to Boston a couple of times now mm. and I've always really enjoyed it. And so yeah. one time I went during St. Patrick's Day weekend. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was such a different vibe. First of all, the winters are freezing even yep. in what yes. March. Yeah. And, uh, and there were just like drunk people all over the streets. Yeah. That's and, why they drink so much because it keeps them warm. Like, <laughs> And they're just yelling at each other for no yeah. reason. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like on the streets, strangers oh, yeah. yelling at each Keeping other. Keeping them warm. That, yeah. That's also that's uh, uh, like we're, we'll, you know, like you just yell at people like, yeah, where you from? Oh, cool, wicked. Oh. But then you're like, ah, you're my buddy. Like Boston people are very inviting. <laughs> very opposite of New York. Like they're very inviting. Also mm, very the know. opposite of California. Yeah. I'm like, I, it took me a while to get used to like the straightforwardness of people yeah. here. This is like, they're so like, <laughs> That's why Yi, I think Yi really loves Boston and the yeah. people there because they're they're good people. They're they're just like full of life, full of yeah. energy. Yeah, full they're of di- energy. They're direct. Yeah. yeah, they're not like sizing you up. They're just like, hey, like Boston's a place where they'll be like, where are you from? Yeah. Blah. And you're like, I don't care. Come have a drink. That's like the energy of Boston, <laughs> yeah. right? It's unlike any town. Yeah, that sounds so. like a counter to like LA where they're like yeah. always trying to size you up, trying yeah. to always trying to figure yeah. out like what can I get from yeah. you. Yeah. It's I mean like different. there's a reason why Boston and Cambridge are my favorite cities and I hate every I, I don't hate DC, I don't hate Chicago, but the two coastal cities I absolutely cannot stand. I can't stand New York and I can't stand LA. Because most people are posers. <laughs> I and, met and yeah, a, I met tons of genuine people in New York, and those are the people I keep in contact with. Because, yeah. but for the most part, in LA, a lot of people are posers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's right. culture. Go, okay, okay. So, let's go to our, our second question. Any advice for finding roommates online? No. She said, "I know housing is quite expensive there, yeah. but I never have had to search for a roommate while totally unconnected to any program or institution. Yep. The school has no grad school housing and provides little assistance." Yeah, I think the best option is to look in like the the sub the room sublets, huh? Yep. But where Facebook groups, maybe Facebook groups. Um, yeah, they're like grad students. I, I forget where like that school. Actually, you 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 sometimes you, you try to find postings in the schools. Yeah. Bulletin or newspapers, yeah, because that's where people will post, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. at, uh, in the MIT, the best know, is to if you know somebody, right? Yeah, who yeah can, but like, she says she does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like how to get from that to like say my friend's mother's place is like she usually posts it in, I don't know, like and it's also word of mouth too. Sometimes you're yeah. just lucky and somebody's like, hey, I'm giving up my room. Do, right. you, do you want it? Yeah. So you I know? feel like the closest to that these days for somebody who's like, because we can safely assume that she's probably still on the West Coast, right? right. Trying to find accommodation yeah. Yeah. over there. So I think Facebook group is probably Facebook her best bet. Facebook group is a little bet. more legit maybe than um, a Craigslist ad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or, or like go to the school's resource. Yeah. There could be something there. Yeah. Like, she said... Yeah, go on. I would stray away from finding roommates on Craigslist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's Avoid such a, Craigslist. It's such a gamble. Yeah. Like just yeah. randos are such a gamble. So yeah. the other day, she's like, any red flags I should look out for? So the other day I was, I actually went with my friend who is trying to look for an apartment in New York, right? Oh, and cool. then she found um, this listing online from like roommates.com or something because okay. um, she wanted to rent a room right not the entire apartment right so she's like so we went there so we figured let's just you know let, let us go with you because yeah, i don't yeah, want you to idea. go there alone uh-huh. um so we went there and then when we got to the place turns out that the apartment was empty because we were under the impression that the apartment yep. is already <laughs> furnished yeah right. furnished and like people already live there and she just needs to take the last room available right, right. but then the apartment was empty and this this agent was like showing it to people there right. so we like you never know who you're going to they were live probably with. a service that try to put people together yeah yeah, yeah. Which, which in in new york it's in boston there's less of that in new york there's more of that because mm. there's such a shortage yeah mm-hmm. you know uh yeah <laughs> like <laughs> dude dude i think craigslist still works because my buddy just put a his sublet on craigslist, on like, craigslist? i don't know yeah. I'm i mean i like, think it works it's just like you have to know what you're looking for you, gotta, and you yeah. have to know what red you also to have for. to actually go there by your you know yourself and see it for yourself yeah. there's yeah. no way you can tell yeah and I, and I think you have to be patient and you have to be yeah. picky. yeah yeah because yeah. it's like it, it i had to break my lease for the for the one for my first place in new york city because yeah. it was roommate situation was terrible yep true because you had that experience yeah like one of my 
uh, one of my roommates was smoking weed in his room and yeah. like, like the the the, the smell would seep, seep into my oh my god through my yeah. door yeah um like I don't care if he smokes yeah. but it's like yeah. do it outside or whatever right yeah that's um, why like if you could find those like families that put you up it's yeah. great because yeah. usually like they just want you to be clean and quiet yeah. and yeah and like you know what I mean and like another another one of them would bring uh bring girls back okay uh, so the walls okay. are too thin before oh, man. <laughs> that's the worst. So I guess before you move into that apartment, right? How did you, how did you vet it essentially? I mean, the apartment looked fine. It was also my yeah. first time in New York City and uh-huh. like first time kind of like trying to find randos right. as roommates. Right. So you just don't did know. you did you yeah. meet your roommates beforehand? Uh, at the signing. Yeah, and uh, also like even if you did meet them, how would you know that they're exactly because the like, agents yeah. only, smoking? The agents only you know. look for. Um, if your uh, schedules are slightly staggered right so that you don't you kind of avoid each other exactly yeah. exactly oh. like that's the one I'm thing glad I didn't do. get into that aspect of real estate you know, finding <laughs> I did I didn't meet agents that were specifically roommate finders mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's it's tough I mean however people find it you just kind of scour all different platforms and but I would say that you know try to target like the people that sub out sublet their rooms to yeah. students like yeah, that's yeah. a real thing you know? that is probably yeah. number one priority if you yeah. can't do that then find some kind of like a short-term yeah. accommodation they would have like had a blast living with 12 year old dan i made friends <laughs> with all my all these people that um were going what to mit 12 year old dan like if six-year-old dan asking you know what is the purpose of this life wow <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. Is that another question that we uh, got? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that is actually a question. No, it's not. Yes, it is. On my phone. Where? I'll sh- so what are do you we mean? Do- are we done with Anna? Um, okay, okay. Maybe last last, okay. last tips for Anna when it comes to finding roommates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more about just like setting your expectations on like what, uh, like how you like to live. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's like hygiene. Yeah. Whether it's like cleaning right. habits. Um, True. Guest policy. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you want to be friends with your roommates or if you just want a place to live, like just be clear about your expectations and then don't compromise if you can. I was going to say, don't settle. Yeah. Yeah, like, or like, don't feel bad if you, yeah, because like your home is like where you're going to stay is like your, your like sanctuary. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially if you're there for school and you have to do a good amount of studying for, for grad school. Right. I'm sure. And, and paper writing. Like even if it's just for sleeping, you want to make sure you have quiet sleep mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. exactly um yeah but yes anna best of luck good luck best it's of gonna be luck. fun hope you find a family <laughs> like ours or my friends <laughs> to put you up all right so, we got another email from Where? shirley shirley a yes okay shirley okay. Oh, oh okay i see what you mean here so shirley is is uh found us because she was doing research on the M- MTBI, the um, personality, yeah, the Myers Briggs diff- personality, which is so funny. Like, how did ours come up? I'm well, curious. So she found our podcast where we talked about what t- personality type we are, and she had a few questions. Um, so thanks, first of all, for the feedback. She said some nice things, uh, and we always love to hear about how people find us. Um, to get to the gist of it, her first question, she has two, two questions. One is, if you could give advice to your former self at any age, what would it be? <laughs> and it could be about anything, career, studies, life, mental health, friendships, relationships. Ooh. Anything that would make life easier. I, I have a lot of advice, uh, advice to your for younger my self? younger self. Because <laughs> I, I remember how, you know, it, I, I was when I was younger. Uh, I would say like, Life is long in that <laughs> you need to be patient. And okay. at least for me, because I'm only giving advice to my younger self. So yeah. my younger self was I wanted to achieve success. High, uh, I wanted to achieve success at whatever I did quickly. Mm-hmm. And I worked really hard towards it, but didn't re- realize that there's so many layers of success and levels that you can reach. And sometimes you just cannot reach it without enough life experience. 
Okay. And the universe governs that. Your belief system governs that. And if you, like, for example, if you're trying to fit into a square pe- hole and you're a round peg, it's just not going to work until later on. Maybe you change and become square or the hole changes and become circle and then you fit right in. Um, so, for example, like, even with, I mean, what I noticed is, like, for example, like, I when I was younger, I was always amazed by how well young young my colleagues were like they were younger actors like mm-hmm. we we're all actors young and some of them were just like amazing because they had like god-given ability and i didn't i was just outgoing and i was you know i had i wasn't afraid to try anything so naturally drama was fine for me but i wasn't a good actor like a tr- like the classic sense of it until i got older and i realized there are just some things that i didn't experience and I could not use in my acting. Mm. So because you never lived it, never lived it. Okay. Mm. So there's just no, there's no matter what, you're not gonna exude that type of character. Mm. You know, and it's okay. Then as I'm older, it's like you know, there's just something. It's okay not to know. And you're gonna keep growing. You're gonna keep learning. And I shouldn't feel bad. And I shouldn't get down on myself. And I shouldn't, you know, if I make a mistake, correct it. But if I don't know, I don't know. Uh. You know. Cause I'm going to learn it at some point. So like tell, telling my younger self to be patient and never stop wanting to learn, but also be okay knowing that you're not going to be the best maybe ever, or it'll take time to become, to get better at what you do. Right. So it saved myself a lot of like frustration. Mm. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Me? I'm the opposite of you. Uh-huh. So you're too patient. No, as well, <laughs> yes, almost, like to a fault, right? Mm. As in, like, I don't think I was too patient. I think I was just like too chill. Too chill. Um, had a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, sometimes you need to have courage to kind of face a bigger moment in life, or just you know, in order to grow, right? Mm-hmm. But then when I came across a certain situation where I felt like, oh my God, there's so much pressure on me. And then I would just shy away from that moment, mm-hmm. you know? So like, as a result, yes, I probably wasn't disappointed, but also I, I didn't grow, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, the kind of advice that I would give to my younger self to not like shy away or f- um, from a certain situation. Um, just kind of like deal with pressure better mm-hmm. instead of like not, and not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also, like, when we were young, uh, I think we went through quite a few things with, like, with the family situation and whatnot. So I kind of grew up with, like, a chip on my shoulder, you know, and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I feel like I'm not good enough and things like that. But, like, I don't know. Now, in hindsight, it's like, I, I feel like I was putting limits to myself right. instead of, like, you know, I felt like, oh, I, I don't think I can do this kind of thing. And then I was just kind of self-sabotaging. Mm. So, I think that's like a common experience in Asian households, minus you, Dan. Yeah, where like where a lot of Asian parents are like, no, don't do that. That's that's dangerous, or yeah. that's that's not stable, right? I mean, yeah. that's why a lot of immigrant parents right. are telling their kids to do like to be like a doctor, lawyer, engineer kind of right. thing. It's, it's a stability because they know they could study, and if they study hard, they'll achieve some sort of success. Right, right. I mean, you know, there's benefits to that, but it's like there's a cost of. Right. living out your dream kind right of deal. and i'm not saying right. like if it's like right or wrong it right was just, exactly it is what it is yeah it is what it is and right. that's a trade-off yeah and they they our parents only knew to do certain things because of their own lived experience right exactly. so yeah 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 um i think for mine there's like two things i would tell my past self mm-hmm. um one is to build good habits mm. like don't wait for it interesting yeah right because because it's like if you're a, and this is describing myself, okay. If you're a lazy like person who right. or like who likes to procrastinate, who likes to wake up late, right? There is no magic switch that will flip one day, right? I mean, maybe right. if I have a child, but like, or that's I hope, usually I hope it that usually happens. helps like push you because like, yeah. yeah. you have no other choice. Generally, there's no magic yeah. switch because that diaper is not going right? to change if, itself. If you're, you know? if you're a lazy person, you're going to still be a lazy person unless yeah. you change, right? So mm. it's like I think there was a part of me where I always was like, 
I'll do it another day. Like right. it'll happen. Like I'll be there when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. See, this I see is so weird because I never thought you're you're a procrastinator. In fact, oh, I always I'm thought like it, like in my mind, I'm like Thomas is the one guy where he'll not he'll just do the thing if it needs to be like if you yeah I always felt like okay he's just gonna you, do it. Uh, you have not seen me in college, <laughs> but now but now it's different, right? Uh, a little, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah, like, college. You, would, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, but I, we were all procrastinators. Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe not me, but I was like a huge procrastinator. No, no, I was also like a last minute person. <laughs> Literally the worst. I was worst procrastinator. Yeah, in college. but yeah, but I think there's like some uh, like an expectation of like you know when the time comes mm-hmm. you'll rise up to become an adult. And I yeah. think it's like I don't. I, I've changed that belief ever since. Like uh-huh. now. I was like, you know, you have to build up to it. Right. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. Mm. And so, for example, it's just like, you know, the whole sleeping early and waking up early thing, like, I'm still working on that. Right. I'm still terrible <laughs> at it, you know? Um, and I think the other thing is like, the, what I would tell my past self is, you know, um, always go for continuous improvement over delayed perfection. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And I have two examples. So like when I was learning how to code, right. um, and, you know, I try to build a website. Right. And I never got past, uh, I was so focused on like perfection, like making sure everything was optimal. Mm. Like I never got past the login page, for example. <laughs> and no, it, it, it sounds ridiculous. But oh, the reason yeah. was because I looked so much into like how to, secure passwords on the backend side. Right. I was like looking into like different, you know, cryptography, yeah. uh, like password hashes and things like that, right. different types of technologies right. that I, that I eventually just learned a lot about cryptography and passwords, but I never got beyond that. Right. right. I never saw the forest beyond the trees. Right. Right. And the other example I have is like back when I was like doing like martial arts or dancing, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a portion where you're just doing flips. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was so focused on perfecting each technique I did. I never tried more stuff. Mm. So like, mm. um, like I have a great aerial, I have a great backflip, mm. right? But then it was just like, I never like tried other things. I was never a creative person. I was a very technical person. Right. Mm. right. Um, like, it, like if you, if you like ask anyone that I practiced with, I was always very technical. Yeah. And so my technique was always perfect when I did it, but it was just like, I only had a few things in my bag. Right. That's right? not a bad thing though. So you well, perfect, certain things yes i mean i wouldn't say it's a bad thing i think it was yeah. just like it was just like don't a be so really, focused and let yourself try ex- exactly things. it yeah. was just like a really rigid mindset right you know mm. right and like now i'm a little you know older and more decrepit it's like oh i wish yeah. it would have been fun to try those things when right, i could have right. you know um so just like just like try more stuff rather than and again it's like you know see the forest see like, like instead of just a tree right like see what the overall thing is and like try to build towards that rather than just like going for the itty bitty details on the perfection right. kind of thing. Like, like even now I still find myself just like always trying to optimize things yeah. of like, you know, like when I travel, it's like I book things way ahead of time when I can just right. to make sure that I don't lose out on that opportunity, for example, right. whether it's like the pricing or like even a reservation on the, on the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be more chill about that, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it, it is. But, you, but see, I like that because <laughs> like I do, I book it and then I, I have the option to not, I won't feel bad if I cancel it. So I book it just in case we want to do that. But yeah. when Yi and I travel, like we'll still book things. And then the moment of, if we don't feel like it, her and I, we travel really well together because her and I will not feel bad if we canceled our plans. Yeah. Because we, we don't care. But it's nice to like preemptively book it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then I think for me now, I'm just like trying to be more chill about it yeah. and like just like kind of let go in that aspect, you know? And I, I think those are like the two things I would really tell myself, just like build good habits and be less rigid. Those are great. Now, you know what I'm going to ask you, right, Mia? So romantically, <laughs> what would you tell this is young, when so I we talked about career and personal the growth. Background. Now we want to talk about hey, don't what hide behind Jimin. the most important thing is now, just kidding. But yeah, what would you tell your younger self romantically? If you could. That's <laughs> not in the question. No, no. Look, it goes, oh, she okay, goes, okay, okay, okay. It could be anything, career, blah, blah, Rela- friendships, relationships. Also mental health. Mental, mental health. health. Yeah. Any any input on those, Mia? Or not? Dan's not really interested in the mental health aspect. On relationship? 
be less picky? <laughs> Lower your standards? I don't I'm just know kidding. if Lowered that is... expectations. I don't mean, be too shallow. <laughs> I think I think that's that's it cuz like at the sight of like trouble, mm. I would typically run away. Right. Mm. I would be like I don't want to deal with this anymore. Mm. Um and like I didn't really bother to like okay, relationship is something that you have to nurture. Like right. you know, you're like growing a plant. Right. Um and you and have to keep nourishing it. Yeah. Is that why your plants are dying? <laughs> My plants dying. Yeah. So clearly I still haven't learned. Well, cuz I I think it's important that we're not saying or you're not saying like I, I don't think you should settle, you know. I think but you're saying, right? I'm not like, hey, you should settle for, you should go after what you want. But I like the fact that you're like, okay, when there's trouble, mm. first sign of trouble, don't run away mm. and invest a little more time into it. Correct. And see it, you know, see where it can go. Yeah. Because it's easy to be like, okay, I'm out and then go find somebody else. That's right. You know? So I guess yes. it's like another way to frame it was like, like relationships. They'll go from fun to work, mm-hmm. and then are you saying that you left once it stopped being fun? Yeah, I would mm-hmm. get bored and I'd be like, goodbye. Yeah, wow, that's terrifying. I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> the guy I don't even yeah. know. Wow, wow. Uh-huh. Little little Mia was a heartbreaker. No, I was just immature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thomas, any advice for your younger self? Um, I, I mean, whatever I tell my past self, I don't think it would have helped. Okay. <laughs> you just had to go what you, you just had to go through what you went yeah. through. Right, right, yeah. Right. Nothing, nothing, nothing could have helped me. That was a <laughs> lost case. Yeah. <laughs> Dan. I'm trying to think what would I tell my younger self? I, I guess I think I relationship is like, hard I just don't like I don't know enjoy enjoy youth enjoy young love I mean yeah because I, I, I don't think I made like a lot of mistakes when I was young you know mm. I think that I you know I did chase after girls with not a lot of success and I don't really care I wouldn't change it because then I know yeah. it's like it's like having it's like having those experiences led me to where I am mm. because to me, I didn't have like a, like I found somebody earlier on in my life, mm. you know? So it's hard to give myself advice when I feel like I've succeeded Yeah, and whatever led me to that point is what was necessary. If mm. that makes sense. Right, right, you right. Know? Yeah. I don't, I mean, if I, it's easier for me to give other people advice cause it's always easier to see right. and analyze what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah so um, so what do you see for what mia's doing i actually you know it's funny because okay um, <laughs> judge me <laughs> i think for her, i think there's i think for her it's just like and i think you're already doing it is you it's like your time will come so <laughs> i would say you don't have to worry it, and you don't you know like for yeah. me you're like in the optimal place of like Ooh. I, I, I mean, I always feel that because to me, you're not desperate. Like I have other friends who are desperate. Yeah. Mm. You know, you're actually, not desperate. Actually, this seg... Okay, yeah. okay. The, self, the, the next you, question is actually related. Okay. Right? You have friends, you have family, you have goals. So to me, it's like, don't, lo- don't let yourself... If you ever find yourself like becoming desperate, just remind yourself that you have everything you need. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Like, right. I kind of you know? see like... Um, like relationships of like, uh, like if you look at a, if you visualize a person's mm-hmm. life as like, like a, like a dot, and yeah. like a plot of, on time. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, they have, they, they move however they move. Yeah. And I feel like a relationship and even friendships is just like how, how well you can intertwine with that other right. person. And like when that happens, that happens kind like, of deal. I, I, <laughs> I, feel, crazy when you're doing- I feel that I can rag on you about it because I feel like you got it in the bag because i feel like you have a good balance Uh, because i feel like if i can't it's because it would actually affect you yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. right because i'm like 
she doesn't need my help. I yeah. can rag on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know? we're not like poking yeah. you when you're down. Like, I'm very confident that whatever I say, <laughs> you'll, you laugh at it and it's funny, but like, you got it. Whereas, like, I know other people who I'm like, you don't even want to bring it up because it's you such know, a source. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You know, it's like an yes. open because you know it has an impact yeah. on them. Exactly. So okay, I guess the second question is what to fill your life with while being single. Right. So this the same lady Shirley is single and t- gave us a wonderful essay blog. Uh, which we really appreciate. See, again, and, like it takes and, so much yeah, effort. And she and time. like she was like, listen, I, I had to put this down on another, like a whole password protected web page yeah. because it was long. She has thoughts, and I love it because she's talking <laughs> about how she's in a very comfortable place. My mm-hmm. interpretation in that when she would like to be in a relationship, but she also during COVID, in the worst time for socializing, she also discovered a lot about herself. Mm-hmm. I like how she can. She's really good at DIY furniture. Right. And she really spent that time. And we actually, when we started the podcast, that was like one of the first few episodes that were like, okay, what did you learn about yourself? Did you develop any new... Um, During lockdown? Uh, uh, skills, skills yeah. right? Uh, and then she she asked about filling her time. And I think she... I mean, she kind of answered it herself in that. Yeah. I think um, she's at a good place. Yeah, I think she's at a good place. Like, what do you, how do you fill the time while being single? Because it could right, be hard. Right. Yeah. Because you sometimes, so what I'm saying is getting your mindset right. Because if you're mm-hmm. just filling time to, for, to de- detract yourself from the fact that you're single and you really don't want to be single, that's hard. Because right. there's yeah. endless, you're never going to fill that void. Right. Yeah. But if you are truly content, and you're just like wanting to grow mm-hmm. as a person, then great. You'll always find something to do or even do nothing sometimes. Yeah. You know? And I feel like she is also wise enough to realize mm-hmm. that there's ups and downs mm-hmm. even when you're feeling content, you right. know, like mm-hmm. realizing that maybe sometimes, yeah, there's loneliness, but then like, then how do you deal with that? Yeah. It's like she knows that. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, and, and just see, I mean, you hear from a lot of people, if even if you're in a relationship, and it's not going well. You feel very lonely, right? Yeah, and that's what ha- that's what happens when there's problems in the right. relationship because yeah. you're not getting the the reciprocal um, emotions and feedback from the person mm. that you're supposed to be closest with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if you have some like real deep issue, personal issues, mm-hmm. I don't like another person is not going to solve that for you. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like a like, band aid, right? It's going to yeah. rear its ugly head some other time. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I do want to say like, you know f- what to fill your life with while being single is like, at least for, if you're, a, I don't know for girls, but at least for a guy, like enjoy, you know, everything at 50% off. If you're a guy, <laughs> Yeah. wait, what? <laughs> Cause you're Hold only on. paying for one person. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude! Oh my God, yes, yes, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Meals become guys. expensive if you're a guy Everything in a relationship. Doubles. Everything doubles. <laughs> However, your apartment gets cut in half because now somebody True. else is paying okay. for it. Okay, not so gonna lie. No, no, no. Not that's gonna, if you're living sets. together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying about like yeah. in the early dating phase. Oh, True, the early, but then you oh, won't get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not gonna yeah. lie, one of the few times where I feel like, man, it will be nice to have somebody in my life is when I have to pay rent. Because mm. I'm right. like, I'm paying my own rent. Yep. It would be nice if it's like a two income situation. Oh, okay. for sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. That's um, when things are half off for me. I would I would tell like guy like I don't know about girls like you were saying because I don't know what to tell ladies young ladies but young guys is like don't be in a rush to be in a relationship let mm-hmm. it happen naturally um, because to me what m- makes at least for me like work on yourself better your skills better your career work on that and I think when you have the opportunity to date somebody take it yeah learn from those things make mistakes like you'll learn from it and you'll ultimately find the person you're supposed to be with. That might not be the happiest thing because I feel like spiritual wise, if you meet somebody and you're together and you have a bad time, then you need to like deal with those things. Like (laughs) don't go seeking uh, trouble on purpose. Right. But if things come up that are negative that you didn't know, well, that's your lot in life. Mia? What? Or be, or be alone forever. Which is fine too. A lot of people are forever no, alone. No, as, as in like 
you leaving at the first sign of trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> you, you always said she was like, if I didn't find anyone, I, I'd be fine just being alone. Yeah, I really, yeah. I believe her too. She yeah. didn't need. She like, when I met her, it's like she, she didn't wasn't even like looking. Yeah, I was like, hey. You're looking for Hello. me. <laughs> I'm looking for you. I'm the one for you. Are you interested in dating me? I want to date you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, okay. Well, I think the, um, I mean, I think there's like a, like a lack of, not necessarily lack of foresight, but mm-hmm. just more of just, um, like I look at my mom now. She's right. like late 60s right right and divorced from my dad years ago mm-hmm. and living separately from me mm-hmm. and so uh, there's like a real companionship issue yes. for her yes for right? sure yes right sure. so, yes. so i mean so that's that's like the first thing i think of yeah. whenever i hear anyone that says like oh i'll be fine on my own mm-hmm. like it's not yeah, just about right. now, now. Yeah. it's not about yep. now it's not about yeah. in your like 30s your 40s yep. Maybe your 50s, yeah. 60s, you know, yeah. life expectancy is a lot longer now, yep. right? You have to think yeah. about that too. That's something yep. like, I mean, I can't speak about that, yeah. but I've heard from other people. It's like when you get older, sometimes, and they're divorced or still single, it's like they just want a companion. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah, unfortunately, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what that's like at that age. Yeah. yeah. And so. I'm still not there yet. Oh, so I, I don't know what that feels like and I don't have an answer to like but if I'm you have do. a cardboard cutout of Gene in <laughs> I think you don't have to find anyone I'll be fine with Gene but, but Jimin's cardboard cannot yeah. pay rent no so can't. well you can try to figure out how sell can, it no not sell it you know it's too valuable to sell but you can oh jeez like, <laughs> no but oh, like oh, yeah anyway like, you know try to get sponsorships with Jimin or like what? I know, feature him somehow in a way that but then she has to pay royalties so you, she doesn't own the rights that's a problem what are we talking I mean, about <laughs> is it gonna be a problem that we have this cut out in our video no cause it doesn't ha- it could be anyone also, we're not. Doesn't have to be Jimin. Mm-hmm. We're not selling his likeness. Well, now yeah. you're you're yeah. wondering about these things. True. Is that True. our is that our, our mailbag? Is that it? Four that questions. That is. That is okay. it. Also, I want to say I yeah. don't think there's any difference between what a guy would do versus what a girl okay. would do when they're single. You, I I still think that you know you can fill your time with just like self improvement yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. Find things that you like, hobbies, yeah. skills, yeah. learn some things. Yeah, you do a lot right now. Yeah, yeah or like, out, try Zumba, oh, yeah, all like this different Zumba. stuff. <laughs> I will never travel. do Zumba. Travel, you've been traveling. Yeah, been traveling. Yeah. Living your best life. Also, just like develop relationships with yeah. people around you. Yeah. You know, exactly. that's yeah. also important outside yeah. of just like romantic relationships. Yeah, I think it's important to not just like wait and not do anything. Right. Yeah. And especially if you're like in your early 20s mm-hmm. and you're still single, it's like, I think it's really important to build like what you said like build yourself yeah like develop your own sense of identity mm-hmm. and also use that time to build skills that's right because like you like whatever relationship you come into you don't know if that's going to last right and you yeah. always want to make sure that you're in a good position too like speaking from like a very pessimistic point of view right? that's right um but on that happy note <laughs> well guys um please send us more questions if you like our advice if you don't then just keep listening and don't send us anything um sorry um, but no we love you know part of we love to start back up our asking for a friend segment what that is is asking we got questions asked, well sort of sort of right they yeah. actually just ask for themselves but which i'm you can asking do. you guys for my friends that's true yeah yeah, I mean, asking for a friend is like if you're too embarrassed and you want to ask for a friend, of course. But ask for yourself, too, because we're your friends next door. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Later.